Alrighty now, welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. Yes, sir. I am your host, Jay the Red Santi, here to bring you another week of sports phenomenons, news, rumors, and ridiculousness as well. Just want to let you guys know that uh, we could get our download on at RageWorks.net. Be sure to check out all the content that's there at RageWorks.net. We also have other shows and other uh, outlets for you geeks out there who enjoy comic books, video games, as well as wrestling, MMA, and other high quality and entertainment for your pleasure. Uh, just want to let you guys know that once again, we do this every week. It's all randomness and ridiculousness, but we also have a structure for you guys to make sure that we keep everything in line for your sports and your funny bone. This week, we actually change it up a little bit. This week, we actually have someone sitting in the interviewee chair. That's right, guys. This week, I will be performing our first interview here for the show. That's right. Let you guys know who that will be shortly. But first, I just want to give you guys this week's rants. Before I do the rundown and let you guys know what's going on for this show, I have to let you guys know about my rant for this week. This week, I can honestly say there's been a lot of changes that's going on with the show. We're actually putting it on some new developments here. We're going to have... Different time of different type of chemistry going on, different type of an environment. We're changing up a format uh, here and there. Um, will it be good? I think so. Would you guys like it? I hope so. But at the end of the day, all this is going to be stuff that it, it works to our our advantage. And I would like you guys to be a part of it. And I want you guys to also give me feedback and comments about it. You know, may you know maybe shake up a couple of things here and there but uh other than that it's gonna be something that it'll be fun you know i i i'm hoping that you guys will jump on board and 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 enjoy what's gonna be coming down the line for this show uh with that being said this past week many of us are nfl watchers and we enjoy the game and we are part of the masses who pay our monies or our time to the NFL, and I found something this week that, let's just say, perturbed me somewhat. Uh, it's been on my crawl for, for some time now, but it really annoyed the fuck out of me, and I thought this would be the week for me to bring it up in this week's rants. All right, let me give you a scenario. Let's say you guys have a particular video game that you play. One in particular, you are your big video game fan, and there's one in particular you love to play, be it a NBA 2K16, uh, be it the Batman Arkham series, be it Pokemon, whatever the case may be. And let's just say you can play any other game that you can you can have on your console, but the only one that you love to play, you have to buy a special TV for it. There's a special TV that you have to play this game. You have to go out and purchase a special TV. Let's just say there's a TV show that you are a big fan of. Maybe on Netflix, YouTube, whatever. But for you to watch this, you need to buy a specific headphone or, or stereo equipment 
for you to listen to it. Because every other show will play on your TV. But for this one, you need to buy a specific one. And they're going to charge you for it weekly for it. This is what the NFL has done when it comes to listening to games via Android, via iPhone. You are now handcuffed to either purchase their app to listen. Listen, not view. I don't care about watching it. I'm one of those guys who's old school. I can listen to a football game. But to actually pay to listen to one is ridiculous. If you're in a car, you can switch the dial and you can listen to it in a car. If you're on your computer, if you're on a laptop, you can find a station, that a radio station on a computer that will play a giant game. But now for you to listen on your phone, which is like the most multimedia purpose outlet in our day and age, you can't find it. You might as well try to find a Buffalo nickel with a picture of Harriet Tugman on it. It, it, It's that difficult to find. You can't get it. It's like finding the rarest Pokemon card in the history of Pokemon cards. It'll be like Marion Barry smoking crack. You have to find that type of photo. It's ridiculous. And now... The other facets that you have to go through to search for this thing makes it seem as though you're bootlegging an NFL game, especially something that's in your region. Makes no sense to me. I don't understand why a multimedia conglomerate like the NFL, who are raking in billions and billions of dollars in football alone. Football is probably NFL football is probably second behind soccer in the world as the most lucrative and most fan-based sport in the world. And they are still finding ways to squeeze the extra dollar out of the fan. Fantasy football? No problem. Uh, now there are tie-ins with you know these, these betting um, structures, these programs like FanDuel or DraftKings. No problem. Hell, we'll promote it on, 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 on any of our games. But for you to listen to it on your phone, Utterly, utterly ridiculous. I, I don't get it. And you know what? It probably ties in with also with the phone companies, which I, I I can probably see where they too are trying to find their way to get some type of back-end deals and such. Granted, but for you to pick up an app like TuneIn or iHeartRadio or those radio stations and such, that it should come nonchalantly to pick up a hip-hop station an R&B station, a, a rock station, whatever the case may be. But if you wanted to pick up a sporting event, especially NFL, it gives you the head, it gives you the heads up before it even starts. We will not play due to restraints, and it's ridiculous. So we need to do better. NFL, I understand you guys trying to get the almighty buck, more power to you. But you're actually cheapening yourself by not giving us that access via our phones because many of us, especially when we're at work on our way to work and the only tool that we have is the phone and we can't get our games shame on you this week's rants alrighty ladies and gentlemen this week we have on the card right after halftime we are going to be talking NFL we have to do our week 4 roundup uh, there was some games this week and I actually actually am happy to say because I'm not really sure yet if it's clear because the day I'm recording, uh, the games aren't finished yet. But 
So far, I'm looking much better than I have looked in the previous weeks on my pickums. So uh, we're going to do some follow-ups on that. And we're going to look into week five. Week five, uh, the bye weeks start kicking in even deeper. We had our starts in week four, so we can start looking at them for week five. Uh, we're also going to be looking at MLB, the playoffs. Looks like they're going to be some tight, tight, tight games going on for the playoff series. The wild card is one to look at, man. It's uh, for you guys who are major league baseball fans. This is our time now. This is our our moment. We're coming back. Baseball is coming back. So you guys uh, get a get a peep for what's going to be after halftime. But for the moment, for what we got now, this is our first 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 interview ever yes ladies and gentlemen the regular season sports cast has their first opportunity to interview a wrestler no no please 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 don't applaud at one time we all we all don't want that please don't applaud at one time bringing to you to our microphones is paul savage a man known as panda beast what's going on sir Hey, how you doing, guys? Oh, please don't be too excited about being on our show. I'm actually, I'm actually a little nervous. To be honest. <laughs> like, Paul is known and in the House of Glory circle, one of the premier students coming out of that structure, promotion, and organization. Paul is the man behind the mask, and I wanted to give the opportunity to him to open up, since you know he his his his, his gimmick, his 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 persona rarely if anything ever speaks so i want to give him that time to be a part of what other parts of civilization don't understand with the wrestling world so paul what's going on oh nothing much just ready for you look too focused tony's back there playing 2k16 and you're watching (laughs) you're still you're engulfed in the game i like that game (laughs) i I understand (laughs) what you have for xbox yeah, um, I actually got it for free on the Xbox One. Um, you want to share your game attack so people can add you? Um, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people like, I'll beat him. He a scrub. Like, well, that's all right, though, because we're, we're all not good at certain things. But I know what you're good at. You're good at wrestling, brother. I like that. Well, Let me tell you something. You, I've been a fan of yours since I first saw you. The first House of Glory show, I believe it was House High Intensity. I called the... I sure called them like those pro slam rugs. No, no, no. I no. I believe it was the House of Glory um, high intensity show. Sure. All right. Cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm drinking Dos Equis, so it might <laughs> be, it, it'll it'll come to me later. But the reason why I'm saying that I recognize you for that was because um, before the night started, and it was I remember because the show was supposed to start at about seven o'clock and it didn't kick over till like nine. Ring preparation and stuff like that. But I remember you were. In the ring, working out some stuff, and you are on the top rope. And for you guys who haven't seen what Panda Beast looks like, he, he's 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 oh. not what you would consider a high flyer. Panda Man at that oh, at that at that moment at he was Panda moment. Man. And please describe what was it that was happening? What <laughs> you did that night? All right, so um, I think it's like one of my first like big shows ever, and like um, we were working like high a uh, big spot from the top rope. And um, at that time, I was doing uh, Twist and Sky Moon, so it was like what Amazing Red does, my trainer. He does, he does like spins in the air and lands on his opponent. Mine's is like a little moonsault, like way like five times less cooler than his. 
But um, anyway, um, <laughs> I was on top rope, and there's like no padding. And they're like, oh, do it. I'm like, I really don't want to do it. Then Red was like, can you do a moonsault? To be honest, at that moment, I cannot do the moonsault. <laughs> So he was like, we were just, trying to impress. We were trying to impress the teacher. I'm not trying to impress the teacher because um, I'm just not trying to die either. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was that he said, "Jump and bridge, and your body will follow through." Sounds cool on paper, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds real cool. So I try it, right? And you know how most people try to like do a backflip. They usually like don't jump and leap and try everything they'll try to just flip and hurt themselves so i did it and my foot almost got caught on the rope and i almost <laughs> killed myself yo i was i was at the the, the walkway i was talking to um but fear is uh, not an option oh no <laughs> fear is not an apparently option. not that not at that moment See, no fear is just plain stupidity and i was talking to a, a wrestler and i said what is he doing and he's telling me he's like ah oh, he's up there he's trying to do a fucking move over the top rope. He's going to fucking kill himself up there. And I looked. I gave it up. I said, nah, he'll be all right. And when you crashed and burned, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but but the, the best part about it was that you took it like a champ. You got up and got up. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to the drawing board, guys. But from then on, I sat there and I go, I go who is that? And they're like. Yeah, he, he he works under the Panda Man uh, mask, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I'm gonna make sure to watch him during that night. And I and let me tell you, since like from then on, your your gimmick is such an over gimmick. At that time, it was such an over gimmick. Like, how did how does it feel to to be under the mask physically and as the persona? First of all, physically, I know it could be a restraint to be under the mask. All right, yeah. Um, physically, it's character. So characters have their limitations depending on where you take the character. Um, figured out it's hard to really talk as a character because mm-hmm. what does a panda say? How does a panda act? You, I've been taking a lot of criticisms in my in the past couple of years about like, oh, you should do it this way, you should do it that way, and right. I'm like, I take a little bit here and there because a lot of things be like kind of like crazy, like oh, you should just. Rub your back against the turnbuckle outside the ring, you know, like Baloo <laughs> from from Jungle Book. Bare necessities. I like that song though. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, cool, I'll take that. I've never done it yet, but it's always there. And like, um, when you when I first started, it was like really weird. We're like. Because um, my, my mask is, like, really, like, suspicious looking mm-hmm. to me. So, I guess, like, I felt kind of suspicious. I wasn't comfortable yet. Like, now I'm, like, pretty comfortable. Where, like, I could just almost do anything, get away with anything. I like the, the uh, first of all, you have one of the coolest entrance musics to, to, to come in with the um, Kung Fu Fighting. Oh, that was my entrance music? Yeah, yeah, time, that, right? that, yo, my, my daughter, I have an eight-year-old who's been a fan of House of Glory since it started. She, that's one thing she always remembers when we come from the shows and we'll sit in the house and just sing it and laugh hysterically about it. But I also thought the whole tie-in with accepting the, the Panda Man persona, even when you said you didn't even speak when you did the murmur, 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 murmur. Oh, that was, 
Uh, actually, that's there's a story behind that. Can, can you elaborate on? Um, the myrrh came from. Um, it's actually a thing me and my cousins do when we like play video games. Mm-hmm. We were like, because uh, it, it first started off with like um, Mario Tennis for like the GameCube, and right. like Shy Guy was like always like myrrh, myrrh. <laughs> so like every time we like enter a party in like Xbox, mm. he'd be like myrrh, myrrh, like. Oh hey, what's up? <laughs> but and if and it fits, it actually it actually worked because there was whenever you would do like a move or it was like the chant, it would be it'd be like the yes chant, so it would just be like mur mur mur. No, I actually try to get that over. And <laughs> some people got it, some people didn't. And like, speaking of getting over, what what what's more? What do you think is more tougher to do as a wrestler to put someone over or to be? Put over, and if you guys who aren't wrestling fans or know the terminologies, um, to be over is to get the acceptance or the acknowledgement of the audience of the crowd, um, or the you know, in, in your say, I is think it, is it, it easier? I think it's harder to get over. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel that people like people that try to kill themselves over trying to get over. A lot of people will do crazy stunts just just to get a pop. Right. Um, putting somebody over is, I mean, you're putting the guy over, so he's looking good. It's a little easier, and you know, you get you get respect factors from that. Right. So I've getting always, over. I've always told people who aren't like I've getting over. It's like fans of very yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. I I think is very unique because you got to be different. You mm-hmm. can't. There's, everybody wants to be a wrestler. Everybody wants to try it. Everybody wants to be the same. You got to be something different. Mm. Everybody, If you're something different and you stand out and you look good, you probably get over. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of things that get into this. It's not just one factor. Was there ever a time that you were in a match and you're trying to put a wrestler over and it just wasn't working? It wasn't clicking? I mean, you don't have to name any names at any wrestlers, but... um. There's been matches where like I was the good guy and uh, uh yeah I'm so I'm trying to get you on the mic a little bit more yeah there uh, you go <laughs> there, there was matches where I was like the good guy yeah. and like I got booed because <laughs> the guy the other guy was more over I mean and you came in as the face yeah I came in as the face and as people, if people don't know a face if people don't in if people it, it's like if you go somewhere else and people don't know you and they know the other guy more they're gonna cheer for the other guy. Unless he really is a bad guy and nobody likes him, and there's a there's a turn that could happen in the match. Right, we're throwing like wrestling terminologies. Let me just help people out there who are just not wrestling fans. Face means that they're the good guys. That's the quote unquote uh, terminology. Heel means you know the bad guy. A turn means at any moment that a person could turn from a from a good guy to a bad guy and bad guy to a good guy. You no, know, you know who's my favorite heel and my favorite. My favorite face face turn. Yeah, the Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch. Best heel ever. Just Please rock. explain, because let me tell you, that's uh, one of my. How the Grinch stole Christmas mm-hmm. was awesome. Right. All right. He came, stole everybody's stuff, told little that little girl to be fine. Came back up top, and he turned face. And he went back and gave everybody the gifts again. That's actually, you know what? Not a lot of people. You're probably the first person I've ever heard like 
tie in the Grinch that stole Christmas with wrestling. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That's actually, that's actually pretty cool. Let me give you that. Let me give you. Let me give that. I, I, I see that there's times in which that you go out there and you, when you were the face of it, you it, you seem you it seems tougher to work as a face to, to try to get over. And I've hear I've heard a lot of stories to be a heel is easier. You recently had a heel turn in House of Glory. All right, so how how's that been? Turning on the Pokemon guy? That was that was it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just playing around though. But um, he's my boy. That's my boy over there. And um, it's gonna be fun working with him in the future. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Andy Lee Ray. Andy, Andy Andy Lee Ray. Yeah, I saw the progression of him too. He had another gimmick. He's rear. He's a um, prior, great. Excuse me. He was. He's good. Yeah. Like, that guy is so sharp. You see how big he's getting right now? Yeah. Right now? Big boy. The guy, the, the guy, when he first started. Oh, yeah. He had the, the Hala BB gimmick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, That's funny. But he, um, his progression is, is and I always, I always, whenever I get the chance to like talk to him, to accept the, the, the gimmick, it's actually a really good you gimmick know, to work with. It's tough. A lot but of I people, know it's tough with you guys. Uh, a lot of people have this, like, even I have this. The thing, the stigma of like accepting the gimmick mm-hmm. or like embracing the gimmick, mm-hmm. and it's it it's progression. It's like you it take you take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Some days, you when you got a new gimmick, you trying something. You might try something new. Mm-hmm. Like one day I wore a cape. Okay, okay. Uh, the bamboo stick always worked. Bamboo's a, bamboo's a, a seller early. Yeah, yeah. I you know what? I wish I could sell bamboo though. <laughs> Can't. I bought these little sticks. Couldn't sell them. I gave it out for free. I was like, screw these. <laughs> bought panda hats couldn't sell them really i sold one the panda two, hat one two sell? Uh, people didn't want to buy it it was like it was also like winter time at the time so i was like i told like yo this is a great idea we're gonna, I'm gonna sell these panda hats 15 dollars. i had two, eight by tens i was like like nobody like i had like smiley next how long to how long did it how long did it <laughs> <laughs> how long did it how, how long did you like try to do the sale? Because I thought I think it'll be something that I tried it for like three, four shows actually. Mm-hmm. Like I've had like, but then you have Smiley over there. Smiley's the most over guy. He's my boy too. But the, what I the, love the, that the, guy. the lucha mask. Got his mask going Yo, over there. That boy, that boy sells a lot. <laughs> but so really, the 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 hat couldn't go over that. But it, that's what I say. It's, it's really tough for you guys who are faces to actually get the whole. Over thing going. So how's it been going as a heel? Heel, I haven't. It's only been two show, what, two shows now. Uh-huh. I mean, I turned one show and then I had I intro, I came out in in one match. So I mean, being heel is a little different. It's like <laughs> you know, I'm not even used to that yet. I'm not even used to that yet. <laughs> a, I should be embracing that. Right? I came. You still gotta be that. <laughs> saw my face I'm like shocked and a little embarrassed now. like oh sheesh they booing me yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of wrestlers who, who who feel that when you're a heel it's so easy because you could just go out there and just you could spit any type of vile kind of one of the best heels that I love in the indie scene and I wish that he would get more light is down Danny DeMonto that's my boy I oh like my guy. goodness that ah oh. Whenever he's there, the regulars, hashtag regulars, that's also a house of glory. I know. I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> Eric, Whenever we he's all there, know. we want him to get the mic. Right, Tony? Yes. <laughs> we want 
We want him to get the mic. So I feel that now with this role as as this the this character this gimmick that you have as with the, with the heel with the, the panda beast now, are they going to give you opportunities to grab the mic? Um, not really. No, um, because I'm gonna slowly progress to the mic because I'm not very comfortable with this thing here. I hope this helps. I mean, this this is cool, and be, <laughs> being myself is fine because very very expressive. But, How tough is it really to cut promos? Really? Um, because I know at the school, at, at it's that, funny. We cut promos at the school too, right. and they're funny because like. You kind of like forget what you want to say, and mm. then you end up saying something else. And I actually ramble a lot, so cutting promos is really hard. Mm. Not my strong point. Also, I have like, uh, I also have an issue with like keeping eye contact, right? Looking at cameras straight in the face. <laughs> so I try try to avoid the camera. Look. But there's other wrestlers that have done that. Macho Man Savage is like, Randy Macho Man Savage was like one of the premier guys who's known not to really stay focused. He's he used to do promos and he looked everywhere. <laughs> he didn't even stay on camera. If he did look at the camera, he looked at the camera for like three seconds and then he would just go off in the next galaxy. And just, so there's ways to work around it. But are are you working? Like, like are you trying to like like take some type of? Well, right now I'm trying to get like I'm trying to look not evil, but I'm trying to be evil, like bad. Like it's hard to be bad, but then you got these Mickey Mouse ears, you know, that look real cute. <laughs> so I'm like. I'm like, I look freaking, my eyes look evil, my my ears look cute, but then I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make you. You're like a look, bad toy out of Santa's <laughs> workshop. Like, I'm trying to look bad. Like, By the way, we, we've been we've been talking this whole time, and I, I we haven't even started plugging the show yet. House of Glory presents The Purge. Uh, this will be October 23rd, man. Yo, I, yo, if people know us, the regulars is there. Pretty much almost at every show. Uh, <laughs> Josie's boy want to let you guys know that JT, JT Dunn is the man. Um, show will be at uh, 9112, 144th place in Jamaica, Jamaica, New York, 11435. Tickets are still available. We have general admission for $20. We also have a second row seating for 30 I think front row is already sold out. Um, I think there's limited seating left. Right. Not sure yet. Oh, okay. And uh, if you want tickets and you want ticket for information, you could go to houseofglory.com. And uh, you could just come to the school. Oh, come to the school. Where's the school located at? Did I just put you on the spot? Do you not know where the school is at? I don't know addresses. <laughs> House of Glory is located I, on. I don't know. <laughs> Ridgewood, Queens. Yeah, it's in Ridgewood, Queens. You, you can look at houseofglory.com. The address is posted there. Yeah, you're about to do extra freaking ring runs just for the, just for not knowing the address. How do you of the not school. know? <laughs> they were like, how do you not know the. On the, the card. Address. <laughs> on the card, we have uh, for the tag titles, we have uh, EU. EYFBO, which I'm still trying to figure out what that means. Oh, you are too? Yeah. We're uh, still <laughs> going against the, the private party. The, 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 they're electrifying. That's the that's the, the, the terminology you would use for both of these tag teams. Uh, there are spellbinding. And we also have a, a grudge match between with JT Dunn, Anthony Gangone versus Ken Broway and Joey Janela, the bad boy. 
as well as you're you're part of a match that night. Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you booked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> card is subject to change always. <laughs> and the big the big card for that night. Oh, before I go into that, we have uh, Brian XL, the former champ, the CEO of House of Glory, going up against the champ, Mister Smiley. Um, stipulation is yet to be determined. The regulars have pitched one. I think the fa- are the fans choosing that stipulation. Yeah, the, the fans are supposed to. Be, the, the regulars pitched one already, and I'm hoping that it becomes that. Uh, details will be in, in, of that will be told at the end of this interview because I don't want to overshadow our great idea for that. And the main event for that card is the amazing red going up against. <laughs> oh, the burnout. RVD, Rob Van Dam, the man extraordinaire. Let me ask you. Red, amazing red. World renowned. He's been to Japan. He's been to. He's the greatest. Are you saying that because, like, you're. No, I, I actually. That? No, no. <laughs> I, I've I witnessed throughout my years. Praise him. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. I've I've witnessed firsthand like how great he is. Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler ever. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, I said that the other day to somebody. <laughs> I was watching Ric Flair promos. Uh, he's the greatest. Woo! So yeah, so, so you Red so, is one of your trainers. Okay, he's my trainer, and I can't. I'm not saying he's the great. He's one of the greatest because because um, he's my trainer, and I'm kissing ass here. That's not true. Yeah, we'll make sure that Red listens to this. <laughs> He'll beat me up. Chest yeah. shop in the corner for about twenty minutes. Oh my god, I had those before. <laughs> it was bad. I, I cried. <laughs> Seriously, no, I cried. <laughs> Did I take a cold red yet? Um, I actually don't know. I you can't tell right now. I don't think I have. Uh, probably have, but I get back to you on that one. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's just experiences like um, I've gone to locker rooms with him. I've gone to. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've gone to locker rooms. He's with over him. here playing with a top for like <laughs> a beer, t- a beer bottle, and it's just like it can p- pick up on a mic. So oh, stop oh. that. <laughs> oh. But it's so fun to play with. <laughs> Very distracted. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Red, greatest trainer ever. Really cares about. He cares about his students. A lot of people don't. He seems like him. a very humble guy. Right? He's very humble, actually. Yeah. Um, I've gone to many lockers with him. Um, there was like everybody shows him respect more so than anybody else I ever right. seen or witness. Um, a lot of people talk very highly about him. Like even people like that. People don't even know that they know Red. They talk highly about him. Mm. And Red, he he shows that he's still. Probably the best high fly. He innovated what we call the X Division nowadays. Let me tell you. I or mean, any it, type of that, the style wrestling we have now. When you have a YouTube video dedicated just to you and to what you've innovated, shows the respect that not only the industry, and it's more than one, that not only the industry, but the fans who are the ones that, 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 that are buying the ticket, who are putting asses, the asses to seats. That's that that that's much respect. Is there any times in which that you've been with House of Glory for how long? Four or five years, right? Now. About to be five years in December. Five years. Is there any time that 
while you were there that you 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 sat there and you said I can't do this anymore. I don't think I can I can I can do this. It's not about whether I can and can't do it. I know I could do it. It's just that life you have a lot of like difficulties. Everybody goes through stuff, and I understand that right as a person. That you have personal stuff, and you have to sometimes. It's either you either want to make this, or you gotta do a lot of other. Th- you gotta do, you gotta settle things straight in life, and that's that's the difficulty in wrestling sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes speaking of which, hurt, like yeah, speaking of that, like you're an indie guy, and you you guys have personal lives. You have to make you know ends meet. So. How 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 how's the struggle been with having to do, you know, b- 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 getting booked for a show, but knowing that you have to work the next night at your personal job? How's that been? Um, well, conveniently, I get weekends off for my job, so nice. <laughs> but there's a lot of shows on Friday, which, and which is yeah, the big bookings. The for some reason, the biggest bookings are um Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Sometimes. Yeah, you got you guys kill me with that shit because. It used to be Saturdays, and it would be easy for me to go to these shows. And now Friday nights is like, oh, I'm now calling out of work. <laughs> I got a stomach virus. I can't make it to work now. And, you know, it's tough to tell somebody, uh, you know, I, I can't make it to work because I, I have this wrestling show I have to go to. I need to be there. You don't understand. I'm a regular, damn it. I, I But I, you as a wrestler, it must be like, oh. When you uh you gotta wake up like at five, four or five in the morning and then work your eight hour shift, sometimes ten. Yeah. And then after that you gotta go straight to the show on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Earlier, like before everybody comes and then get everything ready and have everything set up. You're kinda tired by two in the morning, I twelve, one in the morning after you put the ring back and yeah, because you're still part of that. You're still yeah, paying like, your dues. You well, still have to do. You never finish paying your dues. Right. You know, this is the answer to the question that like, everybody when do asks. You, yeah. Everybody asks, even students. Like, when do you stop paying dues? Uh, you never stop paying dues. You will always, forever pay them dues. Can somebody bookmark that? That's probably the title of this episode. You never stop paying your dues. I like that. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> but we, it's true, though. Yeah, you, you. You always, you always seem that at you're, you're you're learning every show, every day, every time you're at, at at the gym, you're working out. When you're when you're not in the ring, you're in the gym, you're working. It, it, it seems like you have everything tied up and all that. It, do you have like a personal life outside of wrestling? I try to. Yeah. Well, what well, do you do recreationally, like to to like to relax? Seriously? Yeah. Uh, either I play um, late nights. I'll play. Um, my- Xbox. <laughs> he said, "Go out." He said, "Play with ladies." <laughs> I, I'll go out on a few dates if I have time, mm-hmm. or if anybody cares to date me. At the the time. <laughs> Do you go with the mask? <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I got. Have it. you ever? I, I always you, carry my backpack. You, know? you never, <laughs> you never know when's a good time. You, you never know when there's a lady who's into the panda. I, I love pandas. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? Guess what? That'll be that's what, that's what you should look into, like cosplay type of. <laughs> like, what am I gonna be, panda man? <laughs> Who is that? Oh, you'll know. You'll know soon enough. They the girls that didn't know I was wrestling. I'm gonna make you mur, baby. I'm gonna make you mur, mur. <laughs> oh, yo, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like. 
with with all that going down, is that so? So what is it that you do? Like you you walked in the house today and you told me that you just came from a tournament. Like, oh well, yeah, I just, I just came from a Yu Gi Oh tournament. Yeah. How many people can actually say they do that? Well. You can say it when you do other cool stuff. <laughs> it, like, evens it out. It's like, all right, geeky, cool, cool, geeky. Be like, all right, I go to the gym. That's kind of cool. I play Yu-Gi-Oh card. That's kind of geeky. <laughs> I wrestle Files of Glory. That's kind of cool. That's way cool. <laughs> I watch anime. That's kind of geeky. Oh, I know how to cook. That's kind of cool. But I'm kind of lazy at cleaning my room. <laughs> So you have to really like find a way to to find a woman that's into each or something that that that. that well, it's either you tell them one or you tell them one or the other. Right, they you can appreciate one or the other. You can't be like, hey, um, I play I play Yu Gi Oh cards, girl. <laughs> that's a kids game. All right, but when you making money. <laughs> That's yeah, the conversation we had before. I say, funny, as long as you make money, you can make money out of it. I can't knock you, man. I feel like, like I'm pretty cool right now in the Yu-Gi-Oh community because I just like got my. Are you a name out there in Yu-Gi-Oh? You know what? I'm not a name, <laughs> <laughs> but I got I got my invite to nationals lately. Nice. So that's pretty cool, and I get to like go travel to like Let me th- whatever anybody could tell you, regardless of the genre in which it be geeky or not. Oh. There's always gonna be a female fan base. There's always gonna be like a ring rat type of like type of thing. Speaking of which, have you ever encountered ring rats? A ring rat is the form it's a, of groupie. It's a groupie. It's a groupie, but in wrestling terminology, I don't like calling them ring rats. That's not nice. Oh, you're so you're such a gentleman. Just because somebody likes me because I do cool stuff, <laughs> shouldn't be called ring rat. When I see a rat, that's just like. A disgusting animal in the sewers. Yeah, they're filthy. They're, they're gross. Filthy. I like filthy can't, girls. Why can't why can't the girls just like me? Because I like like to, they like uh, wrestle really well. Uh, they like me, right? They, stuff. they like me for or, me. Or, That's Panda Man. They like Panda Man. So like when I talk to them as a person, they don't know it's me until. Like, Have you ever encountered any of them? It's hard to when you're when you're trying to hide yourself, right? <laughs> Some of them understand. Some it's of them know, but it's like then, no, 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 no. Don't take the mask off. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Uh, well, you put this paper bag over here. <laughs> let's uh, let's all let's all be in costume. <laughs> costume I'll be party. Panda Man. You'll be I don't know. Uh, uh, for, one ho- for one Halloween, like for one Halloween, I was Panda Man. Oh, that is so cheap and thrifty of you. Uh, I was broke that way. <laughs> what you want me to do? Listen, you're an indie wrestler. What it's supposed to be about. Uh, indie wrestler. That means that means I don't make a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's go through the struggles. So you so doing that so we we were talking about the bookings and all that and such. Um you've traveled I mean what's the furthest you've ever traveled? The way you have you gone? Um I want to say um further than I want to but that I have but oh uh, how cl- oh, I've that's gone so to cliche. I got to Massachusetts, <laughs> I've gone to PA, I've gone to New Jersey. You said Chicago, right? No, I haven't gone to Chicago. Oh, Massachusetts. Oh. Um I've gone I've gone Connecticut. Were you part of that tor- that Toronto tour? Um, no, I wish I was though. Um, um, what was that? When was that Toronto tour? It's probably like it was a, a couple it, of months back. Yeah, right? a couple of months back. Yeah. Um, I was injured. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a good thing to talk about as well. But we'll we'll get out in a minute. So, when you go outside to other bookings, do you go as the Panda Man gimmick or the Panda Beast gimmick? Yeah, but. Well, Panda Beast has this brand new, so I haven't done it. So, are you going as the Panda Man gimmick? Yeah, I've gone with Panda Man gimmick. Have you ever wrestled outside the mask? Mm. Prior 
to House of Glory? Yes. Yeah. But were I'm, you part of that whole backyard wrestling type thing when you and your friends would do the? Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, I, yeah. Um, me and my friends, we that's how we that's how I started. Like a bunch of my friends, like they had a ring, mm-hmm. and they used to wrestle at the doghouse, like train there, and they were like. When I found out there was a ring, you know, I'm a little, little like, 15, 17-year-old kid. You, you were know? green. Everybody's green. We well, even t- people that back here right now. For people who don't know what green means, is like you're not you're knowing bro- what the you inner workings know. of wrestling is. Well, green's not even a terminology for wrestling. Green's a terminology for, oh, like, yeah. any, anything. Anything, yeah. That you don't, you just don't know anything. Like, you know, you're new to it. You, you know, it's messed up. Green's a good color. <laughs> green's the color of money. No. Ah, I see how you tied that in. I'll nice. be all the green all out. Nice. I saw how you worked that into this one. So, <laughs> anyway, by the way, Panda Beast and Panda Man is open for bookings <laughs> all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, what happened was that I had a bunch of friends that owned the ring, and um, they they taught us they taught us little stuff like how to bump and stuff, right? Which taking also, a bump means is uh, taking a bump is taking a fall, taking in, a fall in wrestling, yeah. So they told us how to fall and stuff. We had we done block parties all over like Brooklyn. Did York. you have a promotion name? Can I put that out there? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, it was the AWF. Oh, what did that stand for? Can I, you want me, <laughs> I don't want to be assholes without fear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> just took it. It's another swing. <laughs> Wow, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, we're on YouTube though. Oh, nice! I gotta look that up. We don't have a lot of stuff anymore. No, nah. um, our our like we used to have like a bunch of DVDs and like right. it was on my friend's PS. How long you did that? Um, we did that for a long time actually. Like, um, when House of Glory opened. Okay. Uh, what time? Like, we should, it opened four years ago, right? Mm. So, the summer before that, we were wrestling like block parties like every other week. Mm. And before that, we like we used to have like the ring in the backyard. So, the same ring that we wrestled back then, House of Glory has it now. Oh, that's cool. So you was kind of like like yeah. like it's like kind of like it's kind of sentimental for you. Yeah, that's why when your boy over here was like, <laughs> that ring sounds all beat up and scratchy and sketchy. Listen, yeah, it's, man, he's like, but we get scared <laughs> for you guys sometimes, man. There's there's a there's a night where we were watching and the ropes. Loosened up like within one match, and we was like, "Oh, I don't think anybody's gonna make it after this <laughs> night. I don't think they're gonna make it into intermission." And it was one of those nights that intermission didn't happen until like two and a half hours later. And it was like, "Oh God, somebody better go out there and freaking and and, and turn the freaking the turnbuckles in. This is ridiculous." And who you think be doing that? Oh, part of paying dues. Also, yeah. also. <laughs> always part of paying the dues. By the way, pain dues is awesome. Actually, it's not. It's not. It's not like, as bad as a lot of things. people like trying to make it look like a negative thing. It's yeah, because like, it's actually you guys, experience. You guys like, are those guys that go out there, and you know, especially when the, when the a show lot of people is done. just don't like when the shows is done. You're closing up. You're folding up the chairs. You're getting all that stuff situated. And I'm just, I'm just not a fan of getting home late. <laughs> but I mean, when when there's when there's your friend and he needs your help, and you know that not a lot of people can help him out. You know, you do what you gotta do, and you y'all get that ring in there, and y'all send that ring back, and y'all put that ring back in the Duh. school. And some days you set it right back up, and you go home at two, three in the morning, right. and you just 
you eat some chicken and you chilling. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the life of an indie wrestler. Oh, it's not. That's the life of a student. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool though. But well, once again, I want to uh, let you guys know House of Glory. They're presenting the Purge. That's October twenty third. Doors open for fans at six p.m. Bell time is at eight p.m. Uh, you can go to the event at uh, NYC Arena, known as also known as Club at Missouri. It's at ninety one twelve one forty fourth place in Jamaica. Um, that place is beautiful. Yeah, it's a great place. You guys, we were there. Tony, we were there at the, the closest place, man. When everything was closed in, yeah, it was. Yeah. T- it was it was it was ridiculous. It would be hot. It'd be it'd just be one of those those events in which it was like you really have to love wrestling to be here. You have to be a fan. And we we went out in droves. We would show ass, have our signs up, and all that stuff. And for you guys to get the venue we have now, I'm very proud to say that I was I was I'm, I'm a it's part amazing. of that. It's amazing. Yeah, the plus some alcohol. The, the progression. That's great. They sell freaking alcohol. The progression that we went from like a boxing gym. Yeah. To like some days doing the Elks or the handball court. Yeah. To like the 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 biggest like big arena like <laughs> club at Missouri. <laughs> And like Josie's thousand bo- people Josie's in boy's there. always saying that every time we go to that venue, it looks like the the club in which um, Wesley Snipes was in in New Jack City. <laughs> Yo, I have not seen New Jack City. No. Oh, oh, that's that's uh, one of you. You, you just gonna, recently saw Pulp Fiction, so yeah, I actually time. have. I'm gonna get scolded now. Like you haven't <laughs> seen New Jack City, and you know, the booze will come out of nowhere. Like general admission is twenty dollars. Second row is thirty. Front row is forty. I think those seats are limited. You can get those tickets at houseofglory.com. You can also find out what the address is for the school, so you can pick them up there as I well. I swear it's houseofglorywrestling.com. Uh, uh, is it? Oh, because oh. I have it here at houseofglory.com. Is it? Uh, I think it's houseofglorywrestling.com. Oh, okay, so houseofglorywrestling.com. Excuse me for that. Um, uh, you guys uh, could also hit up your your what, 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 hit up all your 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 social media sites. What you have to to promote over there? I got Panda Man at on Facebook. I have Panda Beast on Instagram. I have at Panda Man Hog on Twitter, and I think that's about it. What's what's the the House of Glory um Instagram? Is that at House of Glory? At Hog Wrestling. At Hog Wrestling for Instagram. Oh, I think it's at House of Glory. He, uh, I'm, a, I'm bad. You, know? you are horrible. I'm horrible. I'm going to get so scolded right now. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so guys, we're here with, with Paul Savage, uh, a.k.a. the man under the mask, Panda Beast. and um, well, It's at Hog Wrestling. There you go. <laughs> Take your time, brother. Take your time. You, you, you I think really, I created the acronym. But yeah, exactly. Like, sure. You really need to like <laughs> brush up on that. I'm, you know, there's a lot of things going on in life. You know, <laughs> I mean, silly. I'm not not silly, but acronyms is not or message or house going. If you're not watching already, you should be watching. To be honest, you guys also have DVDs on sale. For, yeah, we we got DVDs on yeah. sale for the last couple of shows. The the and and. I'm telling you, I I I I, I can say that I I've been a fan from the beginning. Even when I I was working with the company doing you know commentary here and there, one of my biggest pops pop meeting you know, ex- yeah, ex- excitement to happen. <laughs> one of my biggest pops was doing a stand up with uh, Jay Lethal at one of the events. Oh. I 
lost it. Like it was. It, uh, explain that moment again. Like, uh, like what happened there? We were doing a commentary for. Um, I, I, I believe it was on um, High Intensity Two. We were in the Hamble Court. Uh, That's the one where um, Brian faced Jay Lethal, right? Right. Right. And there was supposed to be a tie-in with a promotion that I was working with at the time, um, Pro Slam, where uh, you were the, doing the promoter was. Right? I was doing commentary, and 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 Lorenz yeah. Dean was. Ooh. By the way, Ooh. if there is anything that you would ever want to see at House of Glory, it's the night Lorenz Dean, a man who is green to what wrestling is, fought Amazing Red. Red gave him um, the biggest introduction to wrestling in the history I've ever seen. Like, I've ever seen live. I mean, I've seen guys who 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 turn wrestling into shoots before. You know, but I was there that this, night. <laughs> this was I'm there every night. This was ridiculous. I literally had to call the match on foot because I had to get up from the table where I was sitting at the announcers table, and I had to get up to call the match walking through the crowd. And it, it yo, it, uh, but yeah. at the end of the night, you let's just say that there was Lorenz Dean is a, is an African, uh, he's an African man, he's a black guy. Yeah. You Man-o. saw bodies bruising all across his 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 whole. It so was welts. amazing. So it was, welts on his chest. It was hilarious. But in any case, the night with uh, Jay Lethal, we were so we were he, he was to cut a promo with Lorenz Dean, and we weren't even sure whether or not it was going to happen because you know sometimes things. You know, don't go as planned. I, not caring about whether or not it was going to happen or not, Jay was walking to the back, and I stopped him, and he turned to me, and he he, he waited for me to ask my questions. I thought it was cool. You know, so I pitched off a question to him, and I thought that would be it. And just as I'm turning around holding the mic saying, well, thank you, Jay, he grabbed my wrist. And pulled me back, and you and you felt the flexing, and he's like, "I'm not done." If I could have marked out right there, you would have just seen me just lose it at that moment. That's hilarious. And in that, he cut the promo on Lorenz Dean. I, I I can say if 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 it was my top of anything in life, it'll probably be in my top ten. It'll probably rank in the middle of that. It was awesome. I have a Jay Lethal story. You got one. Um, don't 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 hurt him now. Don't hurt him. <laughs> hurt me that day. Um, it was like years before I went to the hospital. Um, uh-huh. I was mad green, and I used to go to um, Ace Pro Wrestling to for open mat with my like a couple friends. Right. So Jay Lethal was there, and they were doing open mat, and um, he told me to go to the corner. I, I, I tied up with him. I brought him to the corner. Actually, he brought me to the corner to his corner. Well, he told me to chop him. Mm. And I'm a little timid and scared at that moment. I'm like, how old were you? Probably like 16, 17. Wow. Like 18. Maybe. Right. No, not even 18. Like, maybe. Um, that was I Black ch- Machismo phase? Yeah, Black Machismo time. Yeah. I chopped him. <laughs> and then he told me, chop him again. Chopped him. Then chopped him. Chopped him, chopped him, chopped, 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 chopped. And then he called me like a little bitch. He was like, you little bitch. I was like, damn. <laughs> chopped this guy even harder. And then he was like, that's more like it. And then he grabbed me, and then he lit my ass up in the corner. And I took pictures that night of my chest. Mm. And it was red as hell and everything. But it was cool. I don't think he remembers it, though. I think the worst I've seen anybody take chops was um, Pinky Sanchez, the night of high intensity, the first one. Who he faced? 
Eddie Kingston. Oh. He chopped him in the corner. I think he gave him about 55, 60 chops. And if anybody doesn't know who Pinky Sanchez, Pinky Sanchez is actually a good performer. He's, he, he's one of my boys. <laughs> and he is, he's like a buck oh five wet. Like he is just so slim. And compared to Eddie Kingston, who's just this massive guy who looks like he plays handball in the Bronx for like 23 hours a day. He plays handball in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> and he chest chopped him. 50, 60 times at the, at a point that people were just, they were almost disgusted because his chest turned from pink to red to purple. It was insane. I don't even know how you guys do that. I, 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 I chest shot. I took it once. I took a chest shot once and well, I, I was like, okay, wrestling's not for me. A lot of people, I, uh, a funny story recently. Um, I'm, uh, Romeo Romano's like my roommate, mm. so he one time he just like came in from training, and I guess I stood home that day because I was not feeling. I just got my my stitches done recently, right. so um, he came and he showed me his chest. This guy had like bloodshot red, like looks like he looked like like they tore the skin off his chest and just mm. just straight bustle right there. I'm like, right, I'm like oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> He said, he said, training happened. I was like, that's good. <laughs> he was giving cool. you shit. <laughs> pretty, I, I I don't get much shit, but, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, I'll go to training if I can. But uh, if I can't, if I'm not feeling well, or I can't, if I ment- medically not cleared. Medically not medically, cleared. Medically not cleared. To well, the, oh, if you haven't passed the wellness. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a wellness policy? Oh, my God. I got to hide just playing but um yeah i saw like bloodshot right like i think that was the worst ever i think he took pictures and put it on instagram how crazy it was but i it was cool i mean everybody gets done to them once every once in a while it's part about paying your dues getting beat up ain't part about paying your dues once again we all have to pay once in a while Every time. That's life, man. That's what it is. It's like taxes, man. You got to pay them. Yeah, it's automatic. So uh, before we wrap it up, once again, you want to give your shout-outs to your, your social media sites before we do this? I think I already did. I won't do that again. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You got to promote House of Glory, man. You got to do that, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, go to houseofglory.wrestling.com. Um, follow all the wrestlers there. Follow Smiley Lucha. Andy Lee Ray at... ALR Wrestling, um, follow D Consensus, follow Panda Man, myself, pa- follow Amazing Red, follow Brian XL, follow all my f- bros and sisters from there. Um, they're all great wrestlers. Probably yeah, better. They're all yeah, probably now, they're now, all now, better than me anyway. Yeah, they're, they're, they're now putting opening up the the women's division, which is actually cool. Oh man, can we talk about that? We, we, we'll save it for after halftime. We'll oh, do it. We'll tie it into that. Oh, does halftime come? Yeah, on? we're about to go to halftime too. So once again. House of Glory presents The Purge. This is October 23rd. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is at 8 p.m. You could go to 9112, 144th place in Jamaica, New York. Uh, guys, general admission is $20. Second row is $30. First row is $40. Listen, you got to jump on it now before they're all sold out. Once again, they will sell out. Too. Yeah, they will sell they out. They will sell out. Uh, the card, like I said, we have JT Dunn and Anthony Gangone versus Ken Broway and Joey Janela. That's going to be a well good match. As 
the for the tag titles EYFBO versus the Private Party. That's gonna be another good match. We have uh, the former champ, the the CEO, the man himself, Brian XL, going up against the champ Smiley for the HOG Heavyweight Championship, and we have a match. Is this the first time ever? Red versus RBD? I have no idea. <laughs> and what's your it, match? It, it, it probably sh- is because um, I think they labeled it as a dream match. Oh, okay. So, and what's your and what's your card? What you what you book for that night? Um, I think it's a four on four. And you it's, um, hardcore. And you're with uh, uh, D Consensus. And uh, Andy Lee Ray has a, the picking of three of his partners of his choosing which is yet to be determined is that what they said yeah that's what it looks like that's what it has on the interesting. Very interesting very interesting very interesting <laughs> so you guys be a part of house of glory those shows are going to be from here on out amazing all right once again i want to thank you guys for listening uh and i want to thank paulie what? Mr. Paul Savage, thank you for being. You want to play a game after halftime? Sure, I'm, I'm down for anything. Okay, so we're not really. That clone is really getting into you. <laughs> All right, guys, just give us, just give us after halftime, and we're gonna come back with scoring in the red zone. Hold up. I'm on my boat. I heard Shorty need a man. I'm on my boat. I'm about to lead his dad alone. I'm on my boat. That's as soon as I hit. I'm on my bull, still on that naughty all through me. I'm on my bull, I easy getting likes. I'm on my bull, homie, I think I know your wife. I'm on my bull, summertime girls pop. I'm on my bull, summertime pro city. I'm on my bull, rapper life fire easy. I'm on my bull, Brooklyn passport. Yeah, I'm on my ball. I gotta keep them haters off of me. Pay them no mind, never mind what they talking. Be don't talk to me. We do this shit accordingly. We say most importantly, yeah, you can ball like me, but you don't get the girl like me. We ride around with them women. Tell them LA girls we coming. We gon' hit the town. We gon' fool around, so don't be catching no feelings. Just pitching me and action on my bullshit. If you catch a cameo, send me the pitch. Just book a trip to Miami. I'm on my bull. Soon as I hit the strip, I'm on my bull. I'm sipping any pure white. I'm on my bull. Had the pregame for tonight. I'm on my bull. Just got back to New York. I'm on my bull. At the Brooklyn Tap House. I'm on my bull. Night of the cookers closed down. I'm on my bull. Some polos burning on the drinks. I'm on my bull. Gotta keep them haters off of me. Pay them no mind. Never mind what they talking. Me don't talk to me. We do this shit accordingly. We say most importantly, yeah, you can ball like we, but you won't get the girl like me. We run around with those women. Tell them LA girls we coming. We gon' hit the town. We gon' fool around. So don't be catching no feelings. Just pitching me in action on my bullshit. If you catch a cameo, send me the pitch. Send that shit for real though. Ah, easy, easy. Amigo, be letters. 2014. Yeah, 2014. Score in the 
This segment of Score in the Red Zone is brought to you by Rapper Life. At Rapper Life, these are the guys who have brought us our halftime music. So you guys are looking into getting hot beats, that fire, getting videos filmed on your block. Go to Rapper Life, R-A-P-P-A-L-I-F-E dot com. Rapper Life. You can get them on Instagram as well as on a web page. At Rapper Life, holla! <laughs> so, Paul, you want to play a game? Sure, let's play. I have on the table scoring in the red zone. We have for you this week. Uh, this one will be. <laughs> let's see if you could decipher which is different. Uh, we have wrestling move or sexual position. Yeah. I, I, you have to decide. Uh, you have to pick which name that I give out. Would it be a wrestling move or a sexual position? You ready? This is very manly. Let's it, do this. Isn't it? <laughs> All right. Wait. Hold on. Let me let me cue up the music as well because I need I need a theme behind it. By the way, while I do that, I, there was a, a question that I did miss to ask you. You're a man who wrestles with a mask, and there's a lot of times that we see luchadors who go out there. Do you consider yourself a luchador? Just because you have a mask on? I really don't know. Um, I feel like luchadors are more from, like, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Than, um, but I don't know. I, I, I can't. It's hard to, for me to really say if I consider myself one. I don't. You're just a myself, mask wrestler? I'm just a mask wrestler. Okay. I'm like, luchador, it's like, I feel like there's a big credential for that one. Oh, okay. So. I mean, do you consider me a luchador? Um... I mean, you, 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 you're agile for your size. I, for what I've seen you do, you're not, you're, you're not the typical big guy, power-looking wrestler. But I think you would have to earn the right. Somebody has to hand that to you. Yeah, I believe. So I, I, I think if you put uh, more time in or whatever, somebody's I, gonna hand it to you. I one like day to call myself the overweight cruiserweight. Oh, oh. that sounds um. That sounds sexy, ladies. Oh my god. <laughs> this ties into uh, scoring in the red zone. I know this I know this song very well. <laughs> so wrestling under the mask, is it difficult? Because you you've had a trans a transgression when it came to your mask. Is it difficult to wrestle under the mask? Oh, it depends on my mask. Cause um, my first mask was like mad furry, and then um, I, I bought, I got, I, made, I got me a custom made mask, and I made me a mouthpiece so I can breathe. Like, breathing was the hardest part because it cuts your air supply by half. Right. So um, I even got new new mask, and that mask is tight as hell. So. It feels weird and it's hard to put on and even harder to take off because when you're sweating, it gets wet, it's stuck on you. Is there is there a moment that you believe that you're going to pull away from the mask and you're just going to leave it behind? Hopefully. I mean, one day, like, it's because I'm, I'm not the type of person to stay on um, the same place. I like to keep moving forward to st- new stuff. Right. So, like, I like trying new things and hopefully I could just... Have you ever wrestled without the mask before? 
um, prior to House of Glory, yeah. Yeah. But so, look, I mean, don't look for me. I mean, during, before <laughs> that, I mean, I mean, after that, have you ever done? No. Oh, okay. Um, I've, I, I wrestled out the mask during training. Oh, okay. I even done, like, gimmicks where, like, in, like we have, like, practice matches where, like, I wrestled out the mask, but then I put the mask on just to do one cool move and then take it right back off. Was there, ever, was, was there ever any talk of you probably doing dual personas, like you'll be Panda Man or Panda Beast, and then you can be a regular wrestler? Or Didn't, like, Suicide do, like, a gimmick like that? Yeah, yeah. something like that, yeah. All right, that'd be cool. Yeah, that you could, even if it's just to put another guy over. I, I'll do that, definitely. Like, but that means you have to work two times that night. Think we care? <laughs> <laughs> I was three times I care. <laughs> I like that. That 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 shows your your commitment to the to your promotion and to put, your. I put anybody over. That's that, that's what's up. You you don't get that a lot from a lot of guys. Everybody's out there looking out for themselves, but. It's good to know that there's guys out there still who's able to do it for the love of the, the promotion and do it for the business. So you ready? Yeah, let's play this game. I'm ready to put the Pokemon music on. Just All right, I'm going to put it back on for you. All, All right, right, hold on. Let's do this. Let me, let me, let me, let me screw you. Because remember, I'm a one-man machine over here. <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> I see that. Woo! All right. Here we go. We're scoring in the red zone with Paul Savage, a.k.a. Panda Beats. Here we go. First move. Is it a move? Is it a position? Or is it a sexual move? Whatever it is. The hip-hop drop. That is a wrestling move. Is that correct? Oh! <laughs> Booyah! The Dirty Sanchez. That's definitely not a wrestling move. That is a sexual proof. Finally. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> boy. The stink face. That that should be both. But <laughs> I know that as a wrestling move. You're right. It should be both. <laughs> The world's strongest slam. That's a wrestling move. <laughs> I could be both too. The angry dragon. Now you got me. The angry dragon. The angry dragon. That's. I don't <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is, that, is that a position? Final answer. Yo, yeah, yeah. how you got the screech came out and then <laughs> you're like, oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> Suck. The donkey punch. That's sexual position. But that could be a wrestling move. <laughs> the Polish hammer. That's that's definitely a wrestling move, and I love that move. <laughs> the Brumski. The what? The Brumski. That's does that <laughs> that's not a wrestling move sexual position oh that's when you put your face in between the woman's breasts and you go Brunsky I thought <laughs> I, I I watched Wedding Crashers and I thought that was the motorboat <laughs> but they call it a Brunsky as well 
The Carpet Cleaner. That's that's not a wrestling move at all. <laughs> I'm bad perverted. <laughs> the Heart Punch. That's my man's Ox Baker finishing move. Rest in peace, Ox Baker. And finally, the Cocoa Butt. That's not a wrestling move, but... Oh, wow. That's not a wrestling move. That's not a wrestling move? Infection position. Oh! Cocoa Butt. Who created... actually a wrestling move. That was actually done by um, Bobo Brazil. I don't even know who that is. Ah, you know Ox Baker, but you don't know Coco Brazil? It's because I met Ox Baker Ah. more than once. But you did well, though. That was actually really good. You did a good job you know, on that. The funny thing about all those all those sexual positions is like you can just name them into wrestling moves. <laughs> is that is that easy to transition? It'll be like the what was the other one before? The one before Coco Butt. Um, the sexual position before Coco Butt. <laughs> the Bromsky. The Bromsky. <laughs> like something like Zack Ryder would make. Like the Broski. Oh, Bromsky, Broski, right there. Ah, uh, well, once again. Uh, RSS, the regular season sportscast. Well, thank you. You're our first interviewee. Thank you. I try. I hope you had a good time. Hope I come back. Yeah, you fun. should. It was fun. It should. Have. You have. You have. Other, you have other shows coming up soon. You. You. You were. You, you were damn excellent. I like that. The man behind the mask, Paul Savage, aka Panda Man, aka Panda Beast. You were awesome. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Later. Later, guys. Mur. This week was the start of the MLB 2015 playoffs. Let me tell you, I'm so happy that baseball has come around and it seems as though the fans are back, especially with the teams that we've had going into the playoffs. These are teams that are exciting to look at. We have teams that show off a lot of power, like in Toronto and Houston. And we have teams that are showing great pitching from the, the, the Mets and the Dodgers. And, you know, it's it's a lot of. It's it's a lot of variables that are coming back into the MLB. I'm hoping that it brings the resurgence even stronger for the next few years because as a baseball lover coming back to the game himself, I'm 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 appreciating what the game is about and it it's actually becoming more and more prevalent that they are trying to uh, go with the way of times and change some stuff to 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 be more fan friendly as well as player friendly. Uh, we already just wrapped up the wild card season uh series and uh we, we saw two games that show pretty much that pitching is going to lock down uh what what's going to lock down championships. We had the Houston Astros who just shut out the Yankees. Dallas Keuchel was amazing. Uh, uh, that guy like I said, he's the guy who I who I'm picking to be the 2015 AL Cy Young winner, and he just showed why he is the man to beat for that award. Uh, 
and I must give credit to where credit is due to his catcher as well, Castro, who made a lot of pitches go his way. Many times, you know, they were borderline pitches, but his spotting of of the area in the strike box was just just professionally brilliant. I mean, you have to watch the replay to see how slightly you move a glove, and that's when you're a catcher, you have to make your pitcher look good, and he made him look brilliant. There were calls that should have went the same way for the Yankees, but it didn't seem like Tanaka was getting his just due. So unfortunately, I would have to say uh, sayonara to the Yankees, pun intended. Hey, look, I'm not a Yankee fan. I have never been a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee hater. I'm one of those that will probably bash them to, to the bloody end. But I must say that I am shocked that they didn't perform as well as they should have, especially at home. You know, fans could say that Teixeira may have been, you know, uh, the the driving force of possibly what could have been the Yankee team. But you had guys that underperformed and couldn't make a spark happen. Then you look at the box score. It just shows that nothing was there. Uh, it's, it's not to say that it's all a loss. It seems like they're ready to do, you know, ready for, for a big buildup for next season but I didn't it, it didn't look as though that they had the off that, that as though they wanted to make that push for this year so sorry Yankee fans we also had in the other wild card we had the Chicago Cubs facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, and um, while there was more physicality that we thought it would be, I actually thought this game was going to be tighter than it showed in the box score with the Cubs winning four zip. Uh, I, and once again, another brilliant, brilliant pitching performance. I just thought that uh, the 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 team who was going to look to be the more dominant one was actually going to show their their the reason why they got there and that would have been Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh would have at least shown some type of life as well. The only time that they showed life was when they cleared the benches for a brawl, but other than that, it just wasn't there. There wasn't anything there. The 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 Cubs, their young team, they they they're driven by 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 doubt because you know, of course with with all the years looming over their heads, the many many years of not winning that worst that World Series and not having a, a, a solid foundation to push forward, but they do have a strong fan base. I got to give that to them. Their, their fans are amazing. They just didn't have what it took to, to push it over through, especially through the later years in the eighties and nineties and such like, but this, this seems to be that this is going to be their year. And it might prove that back to the future is going to be a, 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 Foreseer of of what's to come. I mean, they're pretty much one of the ones that, that, that predicted that they would win in 2015, and by sweep nonetheless. So let's see how that goes. Um, we're gonna have in the next few days for the divisional the divisional series. We have the Mets playing the Dodgers. We have Toronto going head to head with Texas. We're gonna have Kansas City going against the Astros, and uh. 
we're going to have Chicago going toe-to-toe with the... Oh, sorry. I just went... My mind just went black for a second. Uh, they're going, going toe-to-toe with... Oh, St. Louis. Why could I? Why do I forget St. Louis? I'm sorry, Stuart. <laughs> going against St. Louis, which who I'm honestly going to say is going to, although I forgot who it was that was in there. I honestly believe they're going to go take it straight to the World Series. That, there's no doubt about it. I, I don't. I don't see anyone going close to knocking them off. Although they had some injuries towards the end of the season, I think they're going to be able to to push through it and be fine. As much as I would love to see my Mets in there. I believe they'll get out the divisional series with the Dodgers, which everybody's believing is, well, many analysts believe that it's going to be about uh, home field advantage. I don't think so. I think it's going to be more about pitching and who can get the most guys on base because I, I, if, the, if the Mets cannot get anybody on base, especially in the, the top of the leadoff in, in, in the, the, the batting lineup, I don't see – them moving forward but other than that i believe that they can get out of the divisional series to see st louis is going to be they they're they're locked down man when it comes to the playoff time they 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 perform they know how to finish games they know how to get their pitching out there they know how to hit in the clutch we've seen it many times in in the previous series in the past few years st louis is a very very dangerous team and i'm hoping that uh, I, the Mets will make it look good, but I don't think they will get past the you know, the NL Championship Series. As for the AL, I'm going to say that Toronto has all the tools to take it to the World Series. I'm really banking on them to do it. They've they led the league with home runs. Uh, they've shown that they've, they're able to play lockdown defense. And they pretty much have that all around look to them. I don't I don't see any any kinks in their armor except probably the lack of playoff experience in the fa- past few years, but I don't think that's going to affect them too much. I actually believe that the time off just helped them. Uh Texas made a valiant push during the season. They were able to uh, overthrow Houston in the West, but as for this series, I think this is where they stop short and the Blue Jays is going to push forward for the Houston Kansas City series i'm i would like to see the young kids of, of houston go and prove themselves well i think them they, they getting this deep is actually accomplishment within itself but uh kansas city is another one of those all-around teams they seem to you know make 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 big plays happen when necessary they're also guys who knows how to who know how to hit in the clutch i'm just hoping that uh, with the excitement in which the uh, the Houston Astros bring, with their home run, with the home runs, which were second in the league, you know, you could say that it, it's it can, can it can continue. But if you don't have it on base and just hitting solo shots, it, it's not going to help. When you got a team like Kansas City who plays fundamental ball, who likes to move the ball and the, uh, the players around the bases easily, you guys got to you know show more more tenacity with it. So I'm going to see. Kansas City get out of the divisional playoffs to face the Toronto Blue Jays. And after that, I'm predicting it'll be a Blue Jays Cardinals World Series. So it'll be the World Series for the Birds.
Week four was the week of the defunct kickers. You know, it, it, I don't know whether it's the anxiety of kickers being pushed back for extra points. I don't know if that that's applying to the pressure. You know, now now they really have to go out and perform to make sure that they earn that extra point. And then now when they're put into place kicking positions, because when you're going to the field and you're kicking the extra point and you're such you're at a close range, it's a warm up. You know, you're pretty much warming yourself up. So being able to go out there and kick that extra point, even if it's one or two times, it's helpful to the kicker because it's their preparation. You know, you're kicking such a, at a short range. It's, it's 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 just basic. Now pushing them back to 33 yards, it seems like every point for them is becoming anxiety time. Some of these guys look like they're needing medications before they go out there. There was too many games that were decided by you know game uh, uh, field goals that were missed. You know, we had. You know, the Ravens and the Steelers game. You know, a man lost his job that week. Sorry, Scobie, you're out. Um, we had, you know, uh, the the Jaguars and Colts game, another game that's just decided it's too close. I mean, these these games were, were, were hinging on just, just one, you know, blow of the wind left to right, and, and that would have sealed the deal. And I think that a lot of these games – are going to be decided this way, and um, hey, more power to it. I, 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 I know the 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 Vegas lines are hating it. <laughs> I know the betting lines are are, are being shifted and shafted. Uh, there was a report that Vegas is is actually losing their mind and possibly money because you know a lot of the the overs are not getting to where they're supposed to be unless they're big money, uh, big money games, but. Uh, once again, you know, such as the the Cowboys and Saints game, you know, it's just it's just by by threads these games are being won. Uh, that game was one that was if you were able to watch it, it's pretty. It was pretty exciting. It was more exciting than I thought it would be. I actually did call that it was going to be a close game in that last episode, but sometimes when I predict shit, I really didn't think it was going to happen. It, it just was one of those. Drew Brees was able to come back. He play, he played. Uh, was able to to finish off the game late, and um, it's 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 that week week four week five will be the week in which you know sparks will start happening for certain teams. Uh, there there's there's a question and uh, there's a poll that I put up on the regular season sportscast Facebook page, and I also put it up on uh, the regular season sports Instagram. Which is what team is the most shocking four and the undefeated teams? Right now, I, I I've seen that many are leaning towards the Bengals. Uh, there were some mentioned that uh, Carolina is actually a shocker, which I, to be honest, I, I am kind of shocked by that as well. But uh, I'm I'm leaning more towards the Bengals because their division is always one of those that's it's 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 crabs in a barrel. And they're always, you know, clawing, fighting with each other to to stay on top. And for them to come out the gate four and zero is is shocking to me. I really didn't think that they had enough in their arsenal to to be undefeated at this point. Uh, 
Denver is also one of those that I, I, I still find suspect. Although Peyton Manning is, you know, the legend among legends, Mr. Mr. Hall of Fame, who I predict will possibly coach after his career is done. Um, he's not looking like Peyton Manning. He shows minor glimpses of it this season. But I don't see the man who should be known as, you know, forever young Peyton Manning. Their running game is not as solid as it used to be. The, the defense is actually keeping them in games, which is a vast improvement of what they 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 were from previous years. I'm just thinking that they're still not clicking in all cylinders when it comes to their offensive game, especially when they have the, you know, big money plays they have to get to. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, I must say that although it didn't it didn't seem like it could happen, but I didn't doubt it. I mean, you have you know, Matty Ice, you have Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, who at any time could sling the ball. That 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 could happen at any moment. Julio Jones is looking like the Julio Jones of old. He is just looking remarkable. He looks like a high school kid out there just having fun. Um, they're they're having great great um breaks in in the backfield and once again the defense defense is holding off any any teams that are trying to make any any trying to of uh, uh, resurgences especially holding them down in the second half falcons are actually one of those teams that i would like to see um make pushes in the in the next couple of weeks another team that i'm i I'm becoming hot and cold with, but I'm going to ride with them until I see that they're that they're really going to start showing some 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 tarnish is uh, the Green Bay Packers. Although they pulled off the win this past week against the 49ers, I thought that game was going to be much, much uh, of a of a disaster than it was Uh, to only win 17-3 is kind of kind of offsetting to me. Uh, you know, we 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 we've seen Green Bay show that they can rack up points on the board, but Aaron Rodgers is still you know you you can see that he's missing some receivers. Although James Jones has been a great fill in, uh, Eddie Lacy is 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 coming on and off, but we 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 don't see the Green Bay that could actually put it up in 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 that whole division. Uh, not to say that it's not going to come around. They're still going to be tough to beat at Lambeau. And, you know, once everything comes together, and I actually think once the bye week, uh, they get past their bye week, they're actually going to be more dangerous than ever because, you know, everybody's going to start uh, healing up. So I, I'm just saying, you know, Green Bay is one of those teams that probably going to fall off the undefeated streak soon. But at this moment, I'll still ride with it because they're Green Bay, man. They 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 they're 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 still fun to watch. And you know, when when you when you when you lock them down, they still find a ways to battle through. Uh, for week four, I'm, I I say that this is the week where a lot of teams are are bouncing back and showing that they that they're not dead yet. They're not gone. Uh, the Colts. Although they played Jacksonville, it still was one of those things, and they played without luck. Uh, they 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 show some light. They show that they were they were still going going to be some type of 
uh, opponents in the next coming weeks. Uh, there might be some changes here and there to maybe give Andrew Luck some type of protection because it doesn't seem as though he's getting any help. Uh, the same could be said for Seattle. Seattle's defense played huge on Monday night. They had a they had a big game against the Detroit Lions, who who are underachieving ridiculously. I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't, I'm not getting it with Detroit. They have so many weapons over there. They have Abdullah. They have uh, Stafford. They have Megatron, Calvin Johnson. I mean, they have elements on their team that they should be winning and they're winning and then losing a lot of these games and they're really close and it, it's just not a Detroit team that should be on the field right now they should be dominating and, and especially uh, with the Bears playing how they are uh, that division only being pretty much open to the Packers the Detroit should have at least been in in that, that uh, the second position for that for that division but uh, I'm, I'm, that's, that's probably the, the shock, the shocking team that I, I'm, I'm seeing in 2015. I, I, I'm not getting it, but, uh, say for the Seahawks, they, they, they got their, their, their defense seems like they're, they're gelling back together again. It was a big play at the end of the game, which was controversial, but, um, it happens that way sometimes, you know. The referees blow a call. They're supposed to know everything. They're supposed to be the ones. That's their job. Their job is to be on the field, know every rule and regulation. Don't be afraid to blow the whistle. Conference if you have to. But you know, for you to just let something fly by, as you, know, as you did by letting the Seattle player hit the ball out of the end zone, it's unacceptable. I mean. People make mistakes, but these are big, big mistakes. And, and I think that the NFL is going to possibly start looking into finding ways to fix these 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 um, human errors. So um, I guess as the terminology goes, that's the way the ball bounces. Once again, everybody, this is Week Five's NFL Pickums. Well, for Week Five, since we've had our bye week started the last week, seems we're going to have a couple of, of other games that are going to be uh, a couple of teams that are not going to be playing this week. But um, nonetheless, we must still push forward. Uh, as for my record, started off very slow. I started off uh, first uh, week one. I was at seven and nine. Second week, I drastically dropped to five and eleven. But week three, got it back up to a nine and seven. And remarkably, for week four, I went ten and five. So now, collectively, my record is thirty-one and thirty-two. So I'm starting to hit my stride. I believe <laughs> that's what you want to call it. In any case, so let's go with the pickums.
for the Thursday night game, we got the Colts at the Texans. I said it early. I believe in this is the the way that they're trying to formulate the offense for Andrew Luck. Hopefully, they're going to get some help for him, ensure that he'll be safe because they are very concerned about him taking some hits and and you know a lot of the sacks that he's been getting. Uh, this is going to be another game for them, which I think they'll win a close one with the Texans, and I'm going to go with the Colts for this one. For Sunday, the 1 o'clock, you got the Bears at the Chiefs. Although the Bears pulled off a win, I I can't see them doing it again anytime soon. So for this week, I am taking the Chiefs. At the 1 o'clock, we have the Seahawks at the Bengals. I called it. I said it. I'm going to tell you right now. This is the week that the Bengals lose. I got Seattle taking the Bengals at their home. Well, another one o'clock, we have the Redskins at the Falcons. You know, the Redskins aren't really that bad. It's just, I don't know if they're really sure what they want to do with the quarterback position. You know, it's it's, it's almost like in baseball, if like they want to just change starters every game or something like that. I guess that's the way that they will start looking for them. Although Cousins has been their guy, it just seems like they're still shaky on pulling the trigger for him fully. So, although they're not bad, I'm still going to say the Falcons because the Falcons are looking amazing this season. We have the Jaguars for the 1 o'clock at the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston has not been looking good at all. I mean, this is a guy who I've seen throw in college, and he's, the only thing that I know that he has is just the brain for is football. But... The NFL has not been friendly to him. He's not looking off at uh, other receivers. He's actually beating the line to any the, the receivers the, the receivers that his main and defenses are picking it up quickly. I've seen I saw this guy throw a bomb into the crowd. It was ridiculous. So when it comes to another one of those turds versus the shits, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars on this one. Another one o'clock is the Saints versus the Eagles. Uh, you know, Drew Brees, once again, uh, will be in this game. I think this is when the time that the Saints start turning it on. The Eagles have not been looking well. And it, I think this is going to be a decline for them slowly but surely. So I'm going with the Saints for this one. Another one o'clock. We have the Browns versus the Ravens. You know, the Browns have potential. They have guys. They have good uh, have good wide receivers like Benjamin, who's been uh, solid for them in the past couple of weeks. He's, he's able to, to catch up to the long ball and such. But I I know that the Browns are not happy with the situation that's going on with Manziel not getting the, the crack that he's getting. And I'm starting to think that that team will start imploding. So I'm going to go say with the Ravens. The Ravens, all they need to do is just you know find that defense that they used to have before and start clicking, and Flacco will either kill or be killed. I'm going Ravens with that one. Rams versus Green Bay. The Rams are at Green Bay. It's tough to win at Lambeau. And right now the Rams are not in sync as they should be. They're hot, they're cold, they're on and off. I think in this game, the Green Bay Packers will continue to be undefeated, so it will be Green Bay. Uh, Bills and Titans. Well, hello. 
This will be a funny one because uh, I wanted to go with the Bills, but they have so many injuries plaguing them at this point in time. It doesn't seem as though that it's it's, it's going to work as of yet for them to get their offense back up and running. But uh, if they had their their key players, we're not known if um, Sean McCoy will come back in time to play. But if they did have all those key players there, I would think they would win. But for this one, I am going to take the Titans, shockingly. We have the 405, have the Cardinals versus the Lions. The Cardinals, although they had a hiccup last week, I'm going to say that it doesn't really matter. The Lions are not really playing as themselves that they should be. They should be dominating at this point, and they're not. Uh, I, I actually believe that their heads are going to be rolling in, in in the front office as well as with the coaching squad, most likely. I'm going to take the Cardinals, the Desert Birds over the Lions. The 425, welcome back Patriots from your bye. We have the Patriots going up against the Cowboys. This is going to be one of those that I wish would have been closer than it should, but it's not. Patriots are looking... It's like somebody put the cheat code for them in Madden or something. It's like they put a code in. I'm going to say the Patriots over the Cowboys at Cowboys Stadium. 425 have the Broncos going against the Raiders. I'm... I want the Raiders to win. I really do. I want this to be a bounce back game for them. I really want them to 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 show improve in the West. This is a young team. They have a, a possible good tandem over there with Cooper and Carr. Uh, but I don't know. I I I don't I don't see them doing it against the Broncos this week. I, I see it was going to be one of those fluky games for Manning. He's going to actually pull out one of those games where he'll possibly be able to throw 350, 370 yards. Why? I don't know. I just see it in in the future i'm foreseeing like nostradamus and shit so i'm gonna go with broncos over the raiders and for the 8 30 to sunday night game it's the 49ers and giants god please grant me the strength to not lose my mind and see my giants lose as often as they do on a sunday night game Honestly, I don't know why this was a Sunday night game. I would have probably preferred if the Broncos didn't play last week that they were in the Broncos or Raiders or possibly the Patriots and Cowboys game. But for some reason, the Giants, I I often see them lose on Sunday nights and it just frustrates me. But with that, I'm still going to say I'm taking the Giants at home over the 49ers. And finally, we have the Monday night. We have Steelers versus the Chargers. Um... Steelers, your explosiveness seems to be gone. You're you're having some key guys come back this week. It might help. I'm not sure if Vic is going to be able to help with that progression of getting the offense back to where it is. Your defense really needs to start stepping up a little bit more than it should. You guys have been winning close games, which is because both teams who've been playing have been shitty on offense. But I have to go with the Chargers at home. I like them on Monday night, so I'll say the Chargers over the Steelers. And that's my pick em. Sick. 
This week to close out the segments in our show, uh, I want to talk about what occurred this past week with Yankee pitcher CC Sabathia. Uh, many of you guys don't know, Sabathia withdrew himself from the roster due to his addiction to alcohol and decided to place himself in rehabilitation. You know, I heard a lot of people give him shit this week for that. I mean, I even heard jokes about, well, David Wells threw a fucking no-hitter and he was half drunk on the mound. And, you know, it, it's it's all tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, at the end of the day, we have the gentleman here who's, who's fighting these demons, which many of us have. I mean, we all have our, our inner demons that we, that we deal with. You know, so it may not be alcoholism. It may not be an addiction, but we have demons and you never know when you got to get it dealt with or when you have to handle it. You know, it, 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 it just becomes one of those things that when you got to get it treated, you have to get it treated. Doesn't matter if your team is going into playoffs. Doesn't matter if you're you you're you're playing for a Super Bowl caliber football squad. Doesn't matter if you're playing in the U.S. Open and you know you're leading by nine strokes going into the final round. It doesn't matter when you got to treat something and and it's becoming a hindrance. You got to deal with it. It's unfortunate that you know we have to go through stuff like this, but we're human. And CC Sabathia is no different. You know, many, many of you Yankee fans might believe that, you know, he probably let you guys down. But you're fans. How about the family he was letting down by his alcoholism? And who knew how severe this thing was? You know, just some, some, some individuals can take things in sports and be so selfish because it's my team he's my player he's my guy we needed him but at the end of the day who really needs him is the people at home the man has a family his wife kids you know and those are the people he has to care for first and i bet the yankee organization who i like i always said i can't stand but i i know that they were very very supportive and they stood by his decision and his manager, Joe Girardi, understood what, what, what needed to be done. And we as people need to understand that as well. You know, so be it any vice that we have, although some of us may be dealing with it on a day-to-day basis and it may not have taken us over fully, be cautious and be passionate and compassionate about those who are going through the struggle and fighting their demons. Once again, I want to thank you guys for downloading this episode of the regular season sportscast. You guys are awesome. If you're downloading it or streaming it, you can get it at rageworks.net as, as always rageworks.net as well as uh, iTunes. You can look it under for my take radio as well as the regular season sportscast. Want to thank Paul Savage, P. Savage, a.k.a. Panda Beast, for stopping by. 
uh our first interview man that was that was pretty cool uh, i i'm actually excited I, we we have more lined up for you guys uh, and if there's anybody that you know that can get to me and wants to do a sit down interview i'm at this point right now i'll interview you know a 76 year old man who knows his shit about baseball i that that'll be interesting to me man now that's i love i love doing stuff like that you know, if, as long as if we can make it entertaining and provide, you know, content for you guys that you'll enjoy, I, I don't give a shit, man. That, that'll be fun. Uh, big shout out to the guys out there in House of Glory, Amazing Red, uh, Brian XL, uh, Anthony Gangone. You guys have a show coming up October 23rd, uh, Friday. That is a Friday. Yes, it is on a Friday. You guys are opening your doors at 6, a, uh, 6 p.m., excuse me, 6 p.m., because I'm on the AM right now, 6 p.m. and bell time is at 8 p.m. You can go buy tickets for their show at HouseOfGloryOnline.com. The event will be held at New York City Arena, also known as Club Amazura. It's at 9112 144th Place in Jamaica, 11435. Uh, general admission is $20. I believe uh, second row is 30 and front row is 40 and i believe those two sections are almost sold out so you better get on up in it right now the main event is the amazing red versus mr rvd himself rob van dam uh, we have tag titles up for grabs with eyfbo going up against the private party and uh much more man you guys I, I've like I said I, I'm a I'm a regular. We have a crew there. I'm I'm trying to get roped off sections for us and everything. Like I want it all there. We go with signs. We turn up. And now that they have a bar, oh, it's ridiculous now. <laughs> Big shout out to our boys at Rapper Life, Rapperlife dot com. You got uh, any interest in shooting a music video? If you have music content, if you're looking for anyone in, for a studio to get help you uh, get beats for. Any music that you want, hell, I believe they'll even try to get you polka tracks, whatever works you want. You know, if you want to do um, polka, um, the waltz, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever they, whatever you need, they'll probably get it for you. At Rappalife, R-A-P-P-A-L-I-F-E dot com, as well as their Instagram pages, at Rappalife, R-A-P-P-A-L-I-F-E. Uh, yeah, that's it. I am done. I am tired. Love you guys. And my new signature for y'all, play on players.